Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Board YouTube channel for our second episode of the new year. And on this show, we go through NBA free picks every weekday morning right here on the Board YouTube channel, the Hammers NBA content division, 945 or so a.m. Eastern time. And we have a pretty nice slate for today. So definitely some picks on the way for you guys. Three free picks on the way for everybody to tail. We have a straight player prop, then we have two SGPs involved for today. We have two of them at DraftKings, one of them at BetMGM. And then we also have a surprise for the Wednesday slate here, a potential bonus, big SGP for the viewers to tail here. So if we get 50 likes while we're live, we will give out that big SGP on the stream today. We also give it out in the YouTube shorts later. But for the people who watch the show live, if we get the support, then we will provide it as well over here. So again, 50 plus likes there. Smash the like button to get the play and to support the show. And subscribe for daily content on the weekdays right here again on the board YouTube channel. So three picks, as I mentioned, that we're ready to go through right away. And... Let's get started. First of all, we are going to the Heat and the Lakers game. And this is the straight player prop that we have on Anthony Davis to go under 29 and a half points. That's plus 100 odds. The second play that we have here is Pascal Siakam under 25 and a half points and John Morant 20 plus points as the Raptors take on the Grizzlies. That's minus 115 at DraftKings. And the final play that we're going to mention here as I fix my graphics. The final play that we have here for you guys is in the Bulls and the Knicks game. We are going with a Jalen Brunson SGP here, and we have Jalen Brunson under 27 and a, sorry, under 27 and a half points and over four and a half assists. That is plus 100 at BetMGM. We've done this a lot for the games against the Bulls, but we'll get to that one shortly. Let's get into the handicaps of the first three plays that we have here. First of all, Pips, we go to you for the reason why we're taking Anthony Davis under 29 and a half against the Heat. Yeah, this is kind of a very inflated line for Anthony Davis. Uh, lately, he'll be, he had some easy matchups lately, and uh, he scored a bunch, and then uh, his line just keep going up, keep going up, keep going up, and now he's playing against the best defense, uh for the for the bigs so he uh is playing against the Miami Heat who allows the least points to opposing centers and uh can you just uh, show the play types oh for for AD yes yeah oh, wrong yes here it is Okay, I'm having a connection issue. Here we go. There we go. My bad. Okay, so here it is. As you can see here in the play types, uh, AD scores the most of his points via free throw line, free throws. So 6.2 points uh, out of his average is 20%. Uh, and uh, Miami Heat allowed the fourth least free throw attempts per game. Next is post-ups. Miami Heat will double-team any post-ups from AD, so he won't be able to, to get there. They'll send bodies inside like they do with Embiid and with any big scoring guy. And third way he scored the most points is via pick-and-roll rollman. The Miami Heat is above average here, but have in mind that Adebayo missed so many games, and with Adebayo in, all these numbers looks better even better so yeah this is a very difficult matchup for for ad 
Also, he scores like 9% of his points via transition. Miami is great transition defense. Uh, they are a great isolation defense. So, like, almost every way AD scores his points, he now faces a very, very difficult matchup. And if you take a look at the points allowed to opposing centers, they are ranked the best. So, they are number one defense to centers. They are allowing by far the least points. And... Uh, they will have a difficult matchup here. So even if, if you take a look uh, at the guys like, for example, Embiid against Adebayo, last five games, Embiid stayed under 29.5 against uh, Bim. He scored 21, 27, 22, 6, and 29. So average like 21, 22 points against Bim Adebayo, and he is like scoring 30 this season and last season. He was scoring like 30 plus with almost closed eyes and never got over against Bama the bio. So yeah, I just think this is a very difficult matchup for for AD. Also, earlier this season, yeah, he got injured in the second half, but in the first half against the Heat, against Bama the bio, he scored nine points. So he was on pace for under 20 points and now getting 29 and a half. Just a huge, huge line here. Even if you take a look at on the season. Last 30 games with 25 or more minutes, he's under this line in 20 out of the last 30. And last couple of overs where like he scored over against Pacers, against Dallas, against Spurs. That's like the worst defensive teams in the league. And 32 against the Knicks without Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, they're just inflated lines with some good schedule for AD. Okay, so there we have it on the first play. Let's go to that second play where we had Pascal Siakam under on his points and John Morant over on his points. Siakam at 25 and a half, John Morant at 20 plus. Yeah, I mean, Siakam uh, struggles, uh, at least he did struggle so far this season with teams that are that have size and that defend uh, paint well. And this is like prime example that he has if he wants to score one-on-one, -on -one, good luck against Jaren Jackson Jr. Very difficult matchup to score one-on-one. -on -one. And if he's, if Jaren Jackson is not on him, he will be helping on his drives. He'll be helping on his side. Last game against the Cubs, he scored five threes. That's not the Pascal Siakam we all know. And also, I mean, when every shot you take goes in, you get a bit more aggressive. RJ and quickly, I think, wearing foul. Huge foul trouble in the first half. So... He, he had an additional bump with usage with those guys out. And now against Memphis, their defense starting to be great. And they are not allowing points inside. And uh, Siakam should probably clear this line mostly by jumpers. And that's not his game. And yeah, I see think he's staying under. And John Morant, uh, yeah, the way I, I watched the last game, uh, I mean, you watched a lot of games of, of, of Raptors almost every game this season. And yeah. last game, I was, I, I was not didn't like the way they defended. They, they will maybe need some time in addition to Quickie and AJ to to become a good defensive unit. But overall, this season they are not great, and Jamara should exploit that. Uh, I saw Levert driving like like no like. No resistance was there, and a couple of earlier games I saw similar. So Josh should be able to score 20 plus points in this game, like easily. 
Yeah, the Raptors, obviously a big trade just went down. Their primary best defender is no longer with the team. Quickly and R.J. Barrett really haven't had much time to settle in. Like they played in that Cavs game probably with only one day of practice. And they just started a West Coast road trip Toronto. So I don't imagine that there's been a ton of work going in to set them up. So everything's still going to be a bit disorganized for now, 100%. But uh, let's go to that third play here. We have Jalen Brunson involved on an underrun points and over on assist bit of correlation there talk to us about this one so uh, this one is mostly because as you can see on these graphics uh he's scoring most of these points via pick and roll ball handler as a pick and roll ball handler like 40 percent of his points comes with uh pick and roll and Bulls are number one defense, number one defense defending Picarols, and they'll probably deploy uh, Caruso to defend him. He's great matchup for, he's very difficult matchup for Brunson. He matched his size, he matched his strength, and it's very difficult when they're just taking away pick and roll defense. He's scoring second, uh, the most dominant uh, play type with free throws. Bulls are above average there. And third part, yeah, Bulls sucks against spot up. But without quickly and Edge Barrett, the the spot up will not be there for Branson because he needs to handle the ball the most of the game. So he won't be spotting up that much as he was in games earlier. We saw that against the I mean last game, game against the Wolves, first game back. Usually he plays drop coverage, but they mixed up some blitzing on him and uh, he scores he scored 16 points. But he had 14 assists. And even take a look at the last uh, like six, seven games, he had six or more assists in every of those. And now with him being more on the ball, I just expect him to, to cover this assist line easily and to struggle scoring like every point guard in the league. They held Maxi out under with Embiid. They had Maxi under out without Embiid. They held Trey Young under. They just held Halliburton out uh, under. Lillard, over the three games, he was under 20 points in all three, averaging like 15 points a game against the Bulls in like 38-minute average. So, yeah, this is just a difficult matchup. I think with players like this, we can go under points and over assist almost every game against the Bulls for the rest of the season. And I also think look that to, to add to our winners. All right, great stuff. So three plays already. We have a bonus big SGP potentially on the way. We're at 45 likes on the stream. Thank you, everybody, for the support so far. Five more likes. Are we ready to give out that SGP? It will be on MGM, and it will be in the Bucks and Pacers game. Uh, before we do that, let's recap the previous days of betting. And this was a split day once again on the show, unfortunately, here. So it's a juicy loss as the minus 120 bet was the loser. So we lose just a vig on Tobias Harris. And we get a winner pretty comfortably, uh, I guess with a bit of an additional help, but uh, with extra game time. But Shea Gillis-Alexander covers the 30-plus line. The Thunder cover the 12-and-a-half spread because they win the game outright. Uh, let's go to the Tobias Harris one. Usage-wise, it seemed like this one was working out, but Tobias Harris kind of heated up for this game in the absolute blowout here. Talk to us about that one. I so uh, over the last I think three to four, three weeks, uh, Bulls were the, 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 the slowest pace in the league. So yeah, I expected like good transition defense and slow and slowest pace in the league. 
So I, I expected, like, as we spoke about uh, Jalen Brunson and showed the graph, uh, Bulls are usually a great transition defense. They were, non they were ranked number uh, seven, uh, seven best before the last game. And Tobias Harris scored, I think, 11 points out of uh, wide open layups uh, dunks from the transition, like, like only like going one against the rim alone in transition after a turnover and after a miss. So yeah, I didn't expect that at all. So that was that's why he was eight from nine from the from the for two from the two because he scored a bunch of easy points. And also the thing about this bet, so he had 16 points uh, with three minutes left in the third quarter and usual rotation will be him going out. Dead ball, he stays. Dead ball with one minute and 30 left, he stays. So like he had two chances to beat, to sit out and in the last minute of the game, like it was a blowout game, so he needed but only one more minute for him to survive, and he scored transition layup and a dunk in like 30 seconds and go went over this line. He wasn't supposed to be there. I if he killed a rematch, I'll bet it like every time because I think it's long term, very profitable bet. But as the things are going lately, we got screwed there so yeah yeah it's another one where we get a really good line it seems like usage wise for the player uh in terms of like you know the amount of shots that they get at the amount of times the amount of, the amount they're on the ball in the game it's another one where yeah we like the, it was successful on, on on the play it just the result has not been there so as we look to increase that sample size of the course of the season things assumingly we'll start to uh, start to veer our way on bets like this but in the other one i did want to touch briefly on the oklahoma city thunder because uh, th this team just keeps on winning a very impressive win over the celtics which helps us with our bet shay crushes the 30 plus point line um how how real are, is this oklahoma city thunder team like they just keep on winning are they a serious threat to win the championship Uh, I don't think uh, they are any threat to win championship uh, with this kind of roster. If they make any addition, sure. Like they are one player away from being contenders. That one player could be tremendously good for them is Lauri Markane because they have size problems. The size problems are a big thing for them. Last game, they allowed 17 offensive rebounds. They allowed so many easy putbacks and still won the game. Their coach is amazing. He creates so many great things. Shea is amazing. Chet is amazing. Last night, even Gider was amazing, which is kind of <laughs> crazy. Very rare. But yeah, but he's um, minus on defense. He's minus on offense so with shooting. So the last two games, he scored four and four threes, and it's great when his shots are falling. But they they left him wide alone and double team Shea whenever he tried to drive. It's interesting how great Shea is. Like, if you don't double him, he scores. If you double him, he creates wide open three for his teammates. He was like playing with them, toying with them almost the entire game. And yeah, I think they get had a great, had a, have a great piece in two players besides these two, and that's Jalen Williams, had a great game. And Case Novales, Case Novales. 
was great. Like if you look at the stats, five points and three assists, you don't see how great he was. He was great on defense and made some like five points, but Kenrick Williams did great job and Chet sit uh, with the defense inside. So yeah, they are good, but like rebounding and shooting is what is missing on this team and size. Lowry Markkanen solves all three. So if he get if they somehow go for Lowry Markkanen, I think they they are contenders then, not favored but contenders. Yeah. But this team can win against anyone. But the problem is they allow so many easy points to opponents because they can't rebound. They are like size. They are playing Jalen Williams at Dort at four, and they are like shooting guard size. So yeah, yeah. Uh, makes sense. I I think. I think they still can be a threat because this is just a very good team and they just have they have a player who's just a complete like bad game nullifier like doesn't matter like how your team's playing shake and just win you that game and when you need buckets he's going to get you buckets like it's not like he can, it's not he can get he will get you buckets all the time so uh, I agree though I mean to take this team to the next level uh, I agree with everything you mentioned and I also agree that the Larry Markkinen fit is phenomenal if they do want to invest in the team this season. All right, guys. Thank you so much for support. We hit the 50 plus like goal that we wanted. Yeah, we hit the 50 plus like goal that we wanted ahead of the stream here. So we are going to the big SGP. And once again, it's in the Bucks and Pacers game. Pips has loved this matchup this season. We have a lot of evidence of this matchup this season as well. So we are going to this for plus 290 now odds. At BetMGM, you can get better odds at ESPN Bet. Much better odds, actually. But we're going to track it. Plus 290 at BetMGM. And we're going to get Brooke Lopez over 13.5 points. We're going to get Giannis over 5.5 assists. We're going to get Chris Middleton 15-plus points. And Tyrese Halliburton 20-plus points. As we know from this season so far, when it comes to how... The Pacers defend other teams. They don't give up threes. They play one-on-one defense. So let's go to Pips to hear the handicap behind this one. Uh, so, yeah, this is complete opposite of, of that. I am counting on triple teams on Giannis okay. because they did it the last game. First three games, Giannis against the, uh, the Pacers. He had 17 potential assists total in three games. And or like more than 100 minutes, like 110 minutes, he had 17 potential assists. Last game, one game, he had 70 potential assists in only one game and ended up with 11 assists. They put so many bodies and he like they completely collapsed every time he like tried to get the ball and he had 11 assists. He hit everyone. The Pacers defense is not good enough to rotate anything. So yeah, they're collapsing on Giannis. He, they held up him to 30 points and they won the game. Pacers won the game shooting <laughs> five from 35 from three. They shot five from 35 from three point line and won the game against the Bucks. Insane, insane, yeah. insane stuff. So I think they will continue with this kind of defense. Brook Lopez in that game, Scored, I think, 21 points. Just checking. Uh, yeah, 21 points in that game. Because they double team Giannis and he was wide open. You know, like, easy dunk, easy layups, threes, everything. So, yeah, this is part of the handicap. 
the collapsing on Yanis, Yanis shoot, kicking out and passing yep. to Brook Lopez and Chris Middleton. That's how I see it. And just Tyler Halliburton points over because last game he scored 26 while shooting one from seven from three-point line. And Bucks defense, backcourt defense sucks. So I think Tyler Halliburton will have a good scoring game in those. All right. Uh, question here from the chat uh, from Sean Glenn asking about uh, 13 and a half on Lopez is actually his just normal player prop line. Uh, it's asking if this is also a play that you like because you have it straight here. Uh, I will mention as well that the, the correlation also adds in value on the 13 and a half because you're adding in the Giannis assists. If the Giannis assists happen, then it's very likely to, or it's more likely rather the Lopez points will have the pips. You want to answer this one as well? Yeah, I, I, I like. I lean towards over on straight, but but I'm betting this uh, correlated for a great price because if they decide to double team Yanis again, Lopez should go over and Yanis should go over assist and Milton should go over his points. So it's like almost 50-50 take. And if it's if you are right, we have a heck great chance of hitting high uh high return. And if you are betting on straight line and like they or are are they going to double Yanis or not? You're just in a 50-50 area, and there is no value if you if you are right 50 times because you are not winning money between being right 50% of the time. Right. So if you're playing like the straight line, then you need to win like 53% of the time. So assuming a 50% win rate, that's a losing bet. However, when you're uh when you're playing at SGP where you're gonna you're tripling on your initial investment. You can win 50% of the time and absolutely smash the profit there. So that's why we have over there. And uh, yeah, the ESPN bet as well. Um, it's it's plus 344 pips. If you lower the Giannis assist, uh, obviously you would, you would take a 344 with one less assist for Giannis. But uh, would you still play this to Giannis five and a half assists for 412? Or would you play Giannis at plus or Giannis four and a half assists for three forty four. Are you or do you think that just go for the Giannis? We can lower the line. I mean, both have value. You decide what you want to go with. I think, yeah, I think All that's right. great. So whatever your risk tolerance is, feel free to go ahead. But ESPN has some some great price on this one. But for the widely available option that we track for the show to make it fair to everybody watching, we're going with the Bet MGM number, which we got then at plus two ninety. All right. So, four picks on the show for today after the bonus SGP. Let's go through all of those plays here and get you the recap and send us in, hopefully, with a big day here in the middle of the week. Get us going for 2024. So, first of all, in the Heat and Lakers game, we have Anthony Davis under 29.5 points for even odds, plus 100. In our second play, we're going to the Raptors and the Grizzlies game for minus 115 odds on this SGP at DraftKings. Pascal Siakam under 25 and a half points. John Morant, 20 plus points. Our next play is in the Bulls and Knicks game. We have plus 100 odds once again for this SGP now at BetMGM. We have Jalen Brunson under 27 and a half points and over four and a half assists. Our final play is the bonus big SGP plus 290 MGM. Again, far superior if you play this at ESPN bet, but not everybody's access over there. But if you do, feel free. We have Brooke Lopez over 13 and a half points. Giannis over five and a half assists, Middleton 15 plus points, and Halliburton 20 plus points. And honestly, 
I don't think you needed something extra to get some excitement in that game because of the last time these two teams played together, the game ball incident. This is turning into a bit of a rivalry, and we also have some extra action on this one. This is going to be a really fun one and a really fun slate. Hopefully, we have some winners as well. So if you guys are tailing the picks, you enjoyed the show, you have not done so already, smash that like button, subscribe for more content right here on the board YouTube channel. Myself and Pibs will be back here tomorrow, same time for more from Pick and Roll. Thanks so much for watching.